Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. No, 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 Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. Hello and welcome to the Happiness Is podcast with me, your host Bruce Edgerson from Happiness Egg Shaped. And today I'm joined by an old friend, somebody who has been on quite a journey using his passion and knowledge and skills and his best mate to create something that I'm using quite regularly, probably not regularly enough. And people all over the country and probably the planet are now using to make games better, make coaching better, make conversations with players, athletes better, and it's improving the game i love it i am inspired by these guys their enthusiasm is absolutely outstanding and who better to talk about the journey of coach logic than founder co-creator businessman all those things the big boss andy muir hello sir <laughs> that's great great introduction great introduction i'll just um and thank you for that. Appreciate it. Do you know when you said mate, it made me it reminded me of uh, you were comparing an oh. night for Scottish volleyball and there was an auction going and you stitched me up when I came back from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, mate. Yeah, uh, uh, that was that was quite a night. I loved that. That was, was very cool. Fun, yeah. so, no, thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. No, I'm delighted. And Coach Logic is is making something that everybody probably thought was difficult to access accessible and you've developed it i mean it's come a it's come a million miles from when you first started how did it start um well so mark Cairns obviously is co-founder um we, we were literally just chatting about software and how it could be better used um and then it actually started out, there was a wee gym program chat, um, maybe using it for that. And then we looked more at video. So at the time, Mark was teaching. I was a lecturer at Edinburgh College. So Mark was at Watson's teaching. I was lecturing at Edinburgh College. We were both coaching separately, and but we were playing together at Curry. So ultimately, there was, there was video. Like, it's such a powerful asset in terms of learning and lots of other things as well. And it was just not getting used that well so we kind of had that if you like 360 view from a player's perspective and from a coach and from a, a learning perspective as to how powerful it can be if you can put it in the hands of the players um and there was just i think as well at that time it probably still does like video just got used as a way to point out people's mistakes and 
<laughs> everyone just hides. If we were going to come point them states, people hide from that. So how do again over time, how do you make it a much more positive experience for those that are in the video? And also there's also like the, the ease of use side of things as well, making it easy. I remember sitting in a changing room and you know, the video's up using Windows Media Player, whatever it was. Coach has got a bit of paper with bits of times on it and got to one of those times and couldn't remember what why they'd written it down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've also got as well just that situation where and you'll experience and you know there's 20 between 20 and 30 players sitting in a changing room and if you watch if one you're only ever talking about one or two players at that point as well so again how do you using an, an education thing how do you flip the classroom right and and get that kind of stuff out beforehand so you can hit the ground running at training and um although then saying that a cold november evening up in millennia, you might want to spend a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember so, yeah. speaking to a coach that, just exactly as you said, took quite a lot of a Tuesday night to show the video and spent less time on the grass, making the difference, making players better. The use of the, like talking about flipping the classroom, getting people to view things before they get there, Players have egos, don't they? I mean, they, they like to see themselves. How do you get the analytical bit across? It's a good... Well, actually, it's a good point because like, videos are, videos are a massive part of our life, right, these days. And I'll, I'll reel off a couple of stats just as you've asked that. Like, Generation Z, which unfortunately we're a bit too old for. Um, like, the, the stats on them, they'll watch 60 videos per day. Right, so if they're watching sixty videos per day, they're not watching hour-long movies. You know, it's it's short clips. So we kind of look at rather than thinking about a video analysis as much as anything, thinking about it as player engagement. And it's about saying, right, well, what are the? It's a bit of a phrase, but what are the big rocks within the game? Go and identify those. And rather than worrying about stats, because actually, you know, going back a step, like we work with a lot of clubs, like amateur clubs as such, a lot of schools, universities. Yeah, there's some more elite environments, if you like, on the platform, but they don't have time for stats. But what they do have time and get a huge amount of benefit from is identifying something that happened in the game and having a coaching moment around that, having a learning moment. So it's more for us about how do you, how do you pull out those key moments from a video which will be there and learning from them. And if that learning starts with the, the players identifying stuff because they're used to looking at video on their phones and commenting on stuff, then then, then all the better. And the, the dialogue can be pretty free and, and open. It There's no hiding place, is there? When, when the video goes, you know, I've, I can remember right at the beginning when I first used Coach Logic, I gave a player a pretty hard time because he was absolutely burst with 20 minutes to go. And it wasn't until I watched the video and I realized it was actually my fault because he didn't know what his role was. And he was trying to do his job and about three other people's job. So it, his fitness wasn't an issue. It's just mm -hmm. that I hadn't coached him to understand what his role was. And on the Tuesday night, I apologized to him. But that was still yeah. quite coach-led. The way you're engaging with generation z i suppose you're calling them is by creating these little videos that they can digest are the are the players giving you feedback and then you're tailoring what you produce yeah so it's it's the it's the players ultimately the, the best users of coach logic are the ones that get the players to to drive it so um couple of things on that in terms of the hiding place and I'll, I'll just use Mark as an example we can talk about him positively if he's not here but he um, there was an, an example really early on where it's maybe similar to what you were talking about there was something happened in a line out and basically it hit off a guy's head right and it wasn't good it's not what you're trying to achieve right <laughs> so he's on the touchline and he's going bonkers but anyway before he gave his opinion he found that clip, sent it out, and said, discuss. And that's all he said. And it came back, there was loads of really good feedback that came back, and actually what it boiled down to, it was just a bit of a communication issue. So he went he went technical, this and technical, and this and that and the other thing. 
and it just turned out there's a miscommunication. <laughs> so, the, so there's that side of things that, you know, if you get ask the players a question, give them a chance, even if they've not found the clip, you'll get some really rich information. And as a coach, you'll learn more because you understand better what your players understand. So that's really powerful. The other thing that Mark does does really well, obviously, uh, up at Curry, is he's he's like really positive. Like he doesn't ignore if stuff needs to be better. He doesn't ignore that, but he's really positive to the extent that it positively affects the players and performance because they want to be on video. Like they want to see them doing those good things on video. And actually, it was one of the players saying, "Right, go and." in terms of his sort of key, three key areas, go and find out, go and show us when you've done really good stuff in these areas, rather than me telling when you've done stuff wrong all the time. And that player's performance improved, and part of that was down to the fact that the player wanted to, was desperate to then go and watch the video and to see all the things they'd done well. So just that change of, change of mindset is really, really important. Where are you and Mark getting your buzz? Where, where are you getting the excitement from the things that you're developing? I think it's, I, you know, I think um, going back to the, the sort of teaching and coaching, I, I still coach, by the way, the mighty Curry Chieftains P3s back doing that again. <laughs> um, I think just we like helping people. Do you know what I mean? So whilst we can't directly help every single player or coach that uses coach logic, we'd like to think that we're the, the platform really supports players and coaches, so therefore we are helping people. Um, and... <laughs> It's a bit cheesy, right? But like be, being part of that team, even though we're not directly part of that team, um, you know, and that's that's really important to us. Is like we want we want we want there to be good environments, like you know, Bruce, right? That how how powerful sport is, like in terms of the lessons you get on the field and how they sort of um, reflect off the field, you know, away from the sport. And I just think I just think stuff like that's so important. So for me, if we're in a small playing a small part in improving those environments and and you know what great if players go on and, and end up getting caps for the country and they use coach logic great but actually if they've just had a better experience in the environment and for coach logic then that that's really cool to us as well so you, you took a big jump the, i mean the two you were in reasonably comfortable professions holidays are outstanding finish at whatever time you know your evenings are free and then the two of you decided to do and i remember when you were uh, sitting in starbucks all day using their wi-fi <laughs> and then you got stopped by was it report in scotland to give uh, was it a taste test on something i was peeing my pants laughing because the starbucks was just behind you and the two you were there what was that again it was a cake it was it was exactly that it was a, some sort of cake test and we ended up on Portland, scotland <laughs> in our in our uh both of us by the way had our um uh branded work gear of our actual jobs <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right i remember that uh, so yeah so that, that was a while back actually we sometimes go back to hq as we refer to every now and again, just for a, a reminisce. <laughs> they were different days, but yeah, do you know, like, I think you use the phrase like taking the plunge and stuff there, taking a, a giant leap or whatever. I think it's a massive dose of naivety. <laughs> and, and you mentioned the holidays, and I think it probably took us five years to get same at holes you get in one year as a teacher after that so um so yeah so again you know we always thought like is we were we were lucky in our we were lucky in our roles because we could kind of balance them a little bit even still be full-time and and get coach logic up and running and then both of us are fortunate enough that we were able to kind of go part-time first and maybe you know maybe some people thinking why would you not just go for it but it's just just life circumstances at that time. It's the right thing to do, and then eventually we we took the plunge and and went full time. <laughs> and when when you went full time, you were what was the term the term hot desking, and you were you know you were just sort of yeah. dotting around looking for the, what, what was the what was the break to go right? Okay, we're now proper business people. I don't think that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, yeah. sometimes right sometimes we, we get things right every now and again or, or it was one of my this is the lessons right so one of my first ever rugby coaches had the phrase of if you can't be good be lucky um so yeah there's a bit of that but yeah sometimes it dawns and you like that you've you've got um yeah what you're doing like it's you've got responsibility for other people you've got responsibility for your family as well and I guess you just try and sort of quickly, quickly move on from that, and uh, just keep moving forward. Because yeah, the rap, like especially with these last year, last two years, or whatever, it's not easy. Like I'm not not here to sit and say it's it's easy, um, but it can be really satisfying, and you just got to keep keep uh, you just got to like keep believing um, that you're you're doing the right thing, and and just keep keep getting one foot in front of the other, or one toe in front of the other, something. <laughs> Hello, my name is Bruce Aitchison from Happiness is Egg-Shaped and I am here to tell you where you can get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise. Go to www.halbro.com and search for Happiness is Egg-Shaped in the stores. We've got it all. Umbrellas, snoots, hats, towels for when you eventually get to go on holiday to the beach or by the pool. We've got hoodies, we've got t-shirts, we've got all sorts going on there. Check it out. Get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise. You can get it all coloured up for your favourite team or for your country, get involved because you know, I know, everybody knows, happiness is egg-shaped. But you've, I mean, you've done so much, you must be able to sit here now and look back and go, you know, I'm, pre- I'm pretty proud of that. I know you've got hopes for the future and there's still you know you still got a way to go in your working life and and coach logic hopefully will will last a very very long time but you must be able to look back and reflect and go we've done some pretty good stuff yeah we, <laughs> we could um and no you're right you're right do we we have to get you have to get reminded sometimes like um yeah you have to get reminded sometimes just some of the stuff that we've done one of the ones we actually were out in we got to Japan in the World Cup in 2019. We were um, England rugby used it for their coach education, and we basically went out and presented at their training education conference during the World Cup, and got ourselves along to the Scotland Japan game, which which was great for rugby, but wasn't that great for Scotland? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so so stuff like that, you kind of you don't forget about them, but you just it's I. I I've never been a professional sportsman, but you hear that like professional sportsmen say, "Yeah, do you know what? When I when I stop, I might look back and be really proud." But at the moment, you're just looking ahead all the time. So, um, so yeah. But sometimes people do remind us that we've done some done some good stuff. So, no, uh, you have. You've done some amazing stuff, and it's it's a really cool tool to use because it makes amateur schools feel probably that little bit more professional. You and I came through a really weird period in rugby where we grew up and the game was amateur and then it was this shamateurs kind of thing and then it became professional and nobody really knew what that was. Mm. And it was it was thrown around in the amateur game a lot, oh, we want to be more professional, we want to be a professional setup, and people took that to mean different things. But video was definitely one of those tools that set people apart, but it probably wasn't being used that well. Did you have examples of this is nonsense? I, I, I think I can do this better. Yeah, I mean, I think it just come. Do you know one of the big things is so with with Coach Logic the fact that it is so collaborative and um, actually going back to that Japan trip, we were there and Ali Donaldson, who you know well, um, asked Mark said, "Are you going to be able to?" Um, tag the game this week, analyse the game this week. <laughs> Mark said, I've not analysed it for the last six weeks. It's the players that have been doing it all. <laughs> so so stuff like that is 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 great. And that's um and that's really important, right? Is just to to give that opportunity to people rather than again, and this is where I think it's been really important and, and I think what sets us apart from from our competition, because obviously we've got competition, is coming from that teaching background is like there's no point in giving a video to a coach or an analyst and them disappearing off for four hours and coming back and telling everyone else what they've learned. Like they don't they don't cross the white line, right? So the earlier you can get the players involved in that process, 
the better. And and you've you, like you've obviously seen it at the at the school as well. There's been you know you guys at the school use Coach Logic really really well, um, and hopefully it makes a little bit of difference and benefits the guys. Maybe maybe it's not always obvious today, but I know that even like there's some guys that have gone on and actually now got capped who were yeah. really avid users of of Coach Logic. Um, even when they were injured for a full season, and that that's got to have a positive effect, especially in the you know that you've got to pick things up so quickly. You know things move so fast. You've got to be able to pick things. You pick things up quickly, and I think it's a t- I don't know if I like the phrase, but that's sort of the idea of being a student of the game. Um, it gives that opportunity and it just helps you to yeah pick things up a lot quicker and understand why sometimes rather than just what. And it, coach logic's a tool, isn't it? It's not. It's not the magic wand. And yeah. being used by the skillful operators, it then has that impact. I saw somebody quoted as saying, "Coach logic was the reason," and I thought, well, I don't think coach logic was was the reason. Coach logic allowed you to do those other things, but it's making things easier. And everybody wants more time, whether you're a teacher, a parent, a a professional coach or an international coach, you would say time is the thing you want more of. Coach Logic's buying people time, and that's almost priceless. Doesn't mean you can put the prices up, Miro, but it's almost priceless because you're giving you are giving the gift of time, and you're letting yeah. it be digested probably in the way that you know now everybody's walking around with a computer in their pocket. That's that's helping yeah. the dialogue, isn't it? Oh yeah, like massively, like that. That makes a massive difference. And everyone else is putting their prices up these days, Bruce. So surely we're like to one day. But um, the uh, and, and going yeah, going back to what you're saying about like Coach Logic, like it's not the answer. It's it's a platform. It's a, it's a tool. Um, is, I don't know if you ever listened to the Tim Ferriss podcast. I know we shouldn't be promoting competition on here. Uh, Bruce, That's but, all right. We're we're one um, big happy family, Miro. Yeah, but what um what got, he talks about like says to these people on the podcast, like what would you put on a billboard? Um and it got me thinking about this one day and actually I think I think what I would put is don't forget the people. And that might seem like a weird thing as someone who's involved in building technology, but I love that. Logic, I love yeah, it doesn't that. work without people, right? It doesn't work without people. Like from building it to using it. So um yeah, don't don't forget the people. That is class. I love that. So going right back to the very beginning, what what were you doing? What what is a coach logic like? I'm a teacher. I go to class. I teach a lesson. I do a, a mark the papers. Uh, you know, I do. What what does Andy Muir and Mark Cairns fill their time with? What are you up to? Just annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from changing my password. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Actually, on that front, I guess, like, normally we'd be out and about seeing people um, a lot more than we have done over the last the last couple of years, which is which is obviously the same for everyone. So we'd go visiting people, um, we'd be at various events, we would obviously try and encourage people to use Coach Logic who weren't, we'd try and help people who are using Coach Logic to get more out of it. Um, there's lots of other boring stuff that uh, we have to do as well uh, around the business. Um, and actually, I know we obviously saw each other last week at like the Roslyn Park Sevens as well, like just amazing. I, don't, I, I think it's maybe 600 schools that go there across the week and like that opportunity to connect with people so was, was really powerful. So finding opportunities like that to actually connect with people face-to-face is, is really important. But yeah, and I guess we we spend a bit of time future-gazing as well and um, uh, yeah, trying to just make, but at the same time, making sure we stay focused as well on, you know, we've, we've got certain areas. I just I just think like with Coach Logic, there's, in terms of like a learning platform within sport, I don't, just don't think there's a better one. So we need to really try and focus on making sure that people are aware uh, of us and we can help them out and, and what have you as well. But at the same time, yeah, just, just helping people, right? Just helping people improve their environment is probably the big thing. That's what we probably would want to spend most of our time doing. 
You're a skilled man with language, my friend. You're a skilled man. I like it. I remember way back in the day, I don't know if you remember, we had this conversation when we almost worked together and then you bailed out. You saw the iceberg and got in the lifeboat. But you said, what about we change the name of training to learning? Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can, no, specifically, I can remember I would have been doing something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and I get yeah. that. I absolutely, because training's not a... It's not a phrase I particularly enjoy. It's a bit like drill. What drill are we doing? I hate that phrase uh, because it, it is the learning. That would take a pretty big culture shift. But you two are at the forefront yeah. of creating a culture. I don't know if you're changing a culture, enhancing a whatever it is, but you're you're definitely involved in the culture of of sport, of the, the programs that you're involved with. You're definitely doing something to the culture within that. That's a pretty powerful place to be. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. Like, I've been, I think over the time of so so just as uh, just so people listen to the way, like Mark and I have never written a line of code in our lives. Um. So so that's and I think that's a, that's positive. That's why we we and Mark leaves more the product stuff than than I by a long way than I do. But that's why I think it kind of falls back that to people and to cultures and to environments and to try and to try and improve them. Um, and I just, I think just over time, I've just become more and more interested in people. <laughs> Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Like, and and how people can help other people just be better. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, I'll use the Rosen Park an example, but speaking to a guy who, um, successful businessman, uh, does some coaching, does some leadership stuff as well, and we're just having a chat about like environments, and and he used a phrase which I don't think it was his. It's a good one though. It was like high performing teammates. So you're a high-performing teammate rather than a, just a high performer, and that just stuff like that really sticks with me because, like, are are you being a are you a high-performing teammate in in whatever you do? So you'll have seen loads of examples within your own team uh, last week, Bruce, and across the whole time. But there's a, a kid uh, playing for Brighton College last week. Um, he was just so enthusiastic towards his teammates, so enthusiastic towards his teammates. You could just hear him. You could hear him, and it's like eighteen or twenty pitches. You almost hear him across the whole grounds, and it's brilliant. Like, so he, you think, oh, that's cool. Like, he's really encouraging his teammates, and they're thinking about that high-performing teammate. He actually won player of the tournament at Sedbury Tens at the weekend. So he's got that energy about him, right? And he's so he is. He's obviously a good player, but are you the good player that people want to play with, right? So if you're not, then you're not a high-performing teammate. So, so for me, that's really important. I saw a really nice example. And so I spot these little examples. Someone will say, like, it's just, it's, I don't know, maybe it's, people ask, like, how was the game? It's like, I don't know, but did you see what so-and-so did? <laughs> so, and there was a really nice example, actually, at the, at the game. So Scotland-England Women's International there at, um, I don't know, what's the official name? Mini Murrayfield. Um, damn health, the damn health, the damn, damn health. Quick or we'll get in trouble. Downhill Stadium. Um, so Meryl Smith yep. came on for her first cap. Um, and that, like, I just saw just before she, the, I think there's a scrum or whatever, she came on. And, and that stadium's amazing because you're right on top of it and you yeah. can see and feel everything. 
And Lisa Thompson was obviously playing at 12 outside her. And I don't know what she said, but she shouted at her, give her like a double thumbs up. And just, it was almost like whether she said it or not, it was just like, like, you've got this. Do you know what I mean? Like just as a teammate, just like lifting people up and um, yeah, just helping helping people. Like I think that's that's massive. And I'll like, it, and, and just to go like a bit of a left field example, Bruce, like, I don't think that's restricted to being in a team. So, and I'll, seems as you made me blush a bit at the start, like I'll use you an example. So you would be, a, I would say you could, I've been thinking about this, right? You would be a high performing teammate for rugby. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, so you're lifting people up in rugby. You're, you're, you're putting his best foot forward. You're, you, I don't know, maybe in private, you maybe need to bring some people down as well at times, right? But, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you've got the best interest of rugby at heart and you'll do the best things to make sure that, that it becomes a better place to be. Um, so, yeah, so I kind of went way off there. but No, I love it. And that's, you're, you're a very skilled thinker, but you've also got a great use of language. And I love that. The If you'd known now, eh, sorry, if you'd known when you were 21 what you know now, would you have been a better player? I think we'd ever, I'm getting a better player the longer it is since I played. If that's yeah, yeah, me, me <laughs> um, too. <laughs> do you know? Actually, I think about this often. The one thing um, is, I trained like I trained pretty hard, right? Um, I think the one thing, the one thing I wish I'd known a bit more about at that time was nutrition. Actually, I just think that the, the video is great, and you can learn a lot from video. I think maybe looking back, you might have. If I'd known what I know now, I would have looked at it more positively rather than always seeing the things I wasn't doing right, rather than thinking, well, just almost being a bit blind because I didn't do that right, but not really having the, is maturity a good word? I don't know, maturity to sort of understand, well, what did I, what could I have done differently there? It's, it's not I wasn't doing anything wrong. My intentions were good, but I just didn't get it right. So how can I make that better? Um and then, yeah, the nutrition one, I think, Squinton, I just think, like, it would be similar sort of state. Like, there was just, maybe I was just, I should have known better, right? I was sports science, I was doing a bit of S&C stuff, but just, yeah, understanding around about better use of, better balance between protein and carbs. Like, I don't know, I'm sure it was, like, back in the day, it was, like, carbs, 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 uh, carbs, yeah. carbs. I remember sitting at an under-19 Scotland session on a Wednesday night, and that was what we, it was eat Jaffa cakes. Here's the snacks that you should have. Here's a, and I don't think I heard the word protein mentioned, but as think like looking back, the, the, the thing I'm kind of getting at, and maybe this is just personal. I can't remember really getting any feedback about me. Hmm. I can remember sitting in changing rooms and getting team feedback. And I can remember being told, why did you kick it? Or why didn't you kick it? Or I can, but I don't, you're saying that you made a mistake and you knew you made it, but you didn't. Ha I don't think I had the knowledge or the time or the direction to really make many things better. Now, I then look at people like Chris Patterson, who I got to be very close to. I mean, he was relentless in his practice and his preparation, relentless, and mm -hmm. just made all of us think, what is he doing? But he got the results. I'm not laying the blame at any coach for me being hopeless like that there's there's a fair bit of internal issue there but I don't remember getting a huge amount of feedback I look at what goes on on the coach logic platform with the things that we direct players to to the examples that you guys churn out and I think wow how lucky are these kids yeah you know it's a really good point the thing you've made me think of there is I don't remember getting asked a lot of questions how that you no. bring that up no um and again, to use like Mark as an example, it's easier to lift him up when he's not here, right? You know what, you know what we're like. <laughs> um, but the, so they had their semi-final of the league last week against Ackies. Um, and they give so much ownership to the players. Like neither him nor Ali were at training all week because they were down at Roslyn Park. And they still went, you know, it didn't affect them. You know, they still went and won their game, right? So um, I think this, we were all together Monday night, but then they didn't see them again until they got together on Saturday. So I, I don't, I'm not sure how that would have gone down 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> so. 
I, I remember, was it Richard Hill, the scrum half, was coaching, mm. was it Bath years ago? And they were on a slump. So he decided not to go to the game to see if that helped. Pretty much put a nail in his own coffin. Like, you're like, you're gone. I'm sure it was Richard. Maybe I've done him a disservice there. But I think that's one of the things I'm now realising, how much players also want that responsibility. And that's maybe come from the advent of professionalism because in the olden days you turned up at training you wanted to be told what to do knock seven colors out each other and then go home for your fry up and or your chippy on the way home and you did it all again on thursday night and then you played on saturday and you had a few beers and the the demand for performance now is probably greater yeah do you know you just i guess maybe we're obviously a bit younger but right the um Maybe that's how you were getting treated at work. Most people were getting treated at work. So it was just, you just got treated the same way at sport as you did at work, but you had a bit of a release because you could go and uh, knock whatever out of each other, right? So, whereas now, it's, you know, people say, oh, you can let uh, business can learn a lot from sport. But I think the other way around as well, um, sport can learn a lot from business and the type of environments that they might create and giving people responsibility to, to sort of crack on. So maybe there's, Sports change, coaching's change. I think, like you say, the the world has changed in that sense where everyone's just got access to, and sometimes it can be a bit overbearing at times, right? There's so much information available. So how do you then create a, an environment where you're you're helping, you're supporting people to, to find, an, not the right answer, the wrong answer, but to find an answer, help them discover some stuff for themselves, maybe not even find an answer, but just keep learning. So... Um, so yeah, I think just like you say, sports change, but I think like the, it's a big statement, Bruce, but the world has changed as well. <laughs> Being changed by people like you. Now, it's not you're not just doing rugby, you're involved in other sport, you're heavily involved yeah. with hockey. Does it, yeah. does it matter that I mean, you and Cairns are both teachers and you know have knowledge of a broad range of activities and you can apply things that you know from one into another, both smart cookies? I get all that, but. Is there how easy is it to get into other sports and activities? Yeah, so we, um, well, coach logic specifically can be used across any sport. You know, we've got, um, I think probably the most outrageous, outrageous one would be, um, or most left field would be um, modern pentathlon. Of course, you have. Has used, has used it. So, but most of it, it's mostly, like, it does get, mostly used by team sports to be honest with you um just in that sort of environment where you've got you've got that collaboration happening naturally so going back to what you're saying about coach logic is not the answer it's just trying to improve the environment in so in team sport coach logic sorry collaboration happens naturally so if you imagine you're whatever sport you're coaching if you're in a team sport your on-field coaching if you like will involve um feedback conversations with the whole group with small groups and with individuals so it's just trying to i guess mimic that in that online world so that you can you know make better use and, and give people that opportunity to have an opinion right and, and we, we, it's it's anecdotal but we've heard um like it, it brings you get more opinions from more people with that online setting rather than you know sitting in a changing room and there's all there's always going to be dominant characters in that changing room so therefore do some people keep their opinions to themselves as a result of that whereas in that sort of online it's just another safe environment that you can create that maybe you get contribution from a wider base so so yeah so that that transfers into any sport really for the last six years, Fill Your Boots has been making rugby happen at the grassroots level. Please get involved and go to www.fybrugby.com to register your club or to register as a player and join the online community to make sure that games continue to happen in the future. Join in clubs with players and players with clubs to make sure that we can keep the club game as strong as possible. Fill Your Boots bringing rugby together. You're making coaches better too. So the the ripple effect is you're going to 
you're going to create better players, not necessarily you, but better players are going to are going to grow and develop and learn. How big a kick do you get out of the coach education stuff you do? Yeah, it's it's cool because ultimately one of the, one of our taglines, if you like, is more than analysis. This is player experience. Is if coaches are better, then players are getting a better experience. So, um, like, and it's interesting. Like, so I'm like using myself as an example just quickly. Like coaching that P three stuff, we're not videoing and stuff like that, right? But I want those players. I want that. I want that session that they do on a Sunday morning. I want that to be their best sporting experience all week. Um, so the coach education stuff is cool because you'd like to think that if they're connected in a community and they can they can learn off each other, it will improve their coaching, which will improve the player experience. If they're uh, watching the video back and, and tagging out some behaviours um, when they're coaching and learning from those and sharing those with a more experienced coach or a mentor, um, then that's going to ultimately improve their coaching and, and lead to a better player experience. So, so yeah, so that that's it's it's really good to be involved in that stuff. And um, again, the other side of it as well, I think it really helps the coaches because by doing some of their coach education development digitally and being hands-on, it helps maybe understand like the world that their players who are more than likely going to be younger than them, the type of world that they're working in as well. So, um, so yeah, so just... It, it, it's just quite cool to like be helping people, right? <laughs> and That's improving class. their experience, improving during, other people's experience. During lockdown, I had fears that when we came out of lockdown, because we that was all we were doing was consuming stuff online, I was worried what training sessions were going to look like. That we're going to have people juggling with knives at rugby and then <laughs> running out. Like it was, there was just so much creativity flying around. How did Coach Logic manage through those? weird kind of 18 months two years um oh, to be honest it was it was it was tough right it was it really was tough because as i've alluded to earlier is most of our teams um are they're not elite teams that are playing on tv week in week out so like that sporting world it didn't really happen for 18 months so so from that side of, from a business perspective it was a challenge I think from the other side of that, we 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 jumped on the webinar bandwagon uh, at the start of everything as well, and and actually it was a, it was a good learning experience for us, you know, from that sort of things, um, and we just tried to, I guess you've got to keep trying to make the platform relevant. So, but we you, sometimes you're standing on the shoulders of giants, right? So you hear of examples of one of the schools. Do you know, actually, I think it gave us a newfound respect for the level of understanding that young people have of what they're doing. So there was one of the schools down south who were fortunate enough to have a connection to, to Ben Errol, um, England back row, and is he Saracen? Saracen's back row, yeah. So um, so what they did is they got hold for the, the students, the under-16s, got hold of some footage of Ben Errol. They used Coach Logic to clip up his game and then he came on a call with them and they gave him feedback. And within a few minutes, they'd identified what the three IDPs were that Ben Earl had been given by England. Wow. Like, that's cool, right? That so, is really cool. And, and going back to your point again, like, with Coach Logic isn't the answer, but it provides those types of opportunities. It's so. That is really cool. Right, we're we're getting near, but uh, because I love listening to you, I think you got a great use of language, and I know that you and Kearnsey are not bound by anything really other than your own imaginations. I would, can I please come and sit in a strategy meeting with or at, at Starbucks with a coffee with you and Kearnsey and just observe because. You know, you've come up with a few things where you said we call it this, or we use this, or we we allow ourselves to do this. How how do those meetings go? Do you do you have an agenda and away you go? Are you focused? I mean, you're both mates as well, so I know that you yeah. talk nonsense and you <laughs> the two you get distracted. But I mean, you're you're business partners now too. What what are those meetings like? Those strategy? Where's the future for us? Uh, sometimes they're 
not meetings, they're just conversations. <laughs> uh, actually, it's probably one of our, it's actually probably one of our challenges, right? Is it's great to, to run a business alongside a mate, but then that brings its own challenges where it, it you know, um, it does sometimes, you can't be blue sky all the time, right? You've got to get stuff done as well. Um, so, so absolutely, yes, you, you can come and have a coffee. I don't think you would use the word strategy after having a coffee with us very often. Um, and actually, you used the word focus, and I, I, sort of, I know you'd sent through a couple of things about learnings and what have you. And you actually alluded to it earlier as well. Is I think we made the mistake at the start is, sorry, let's put it the other way, in terms of a learning, like effort doesn't equal focus, if, if that makes sense. So yeah. I think we were all, we've always been really good at effort. Um, I think our challenge over time is to always bring more focus. Um, and that focus can obviously change, right? And without caveating myself, but you understand what I mean. It's like, I think it's really easy to say, right, come on, let's go. We're focused on smashing this business or whatever. So you just end up putting in lots of effort into lots of little different things. So yeah, just, I think that would be a big challenge. And I think that would be, if you were sat there with us, you'd be like, you guys are all over the place. Do you want to focus for a minute? <laughs> You're both really creative though. I mean, you, you've got little sparks of ideas going off. Do you take notes on your phone? Do you carry a notepad around? Do you think of them and then forget about them? How, how do you... Um, do you, how do do you, you all of the above. <laughs> how, do you, how do you sort of manage your creativity? Yeah, we've got um, we've got various tools. So I'll like I will t actually. It's a weird thing actually. I'll sometimes I'll use like like so we, we use like Slack to communicate. We've got a Trello for organisation. I'll take a note on my phone. Sometimes I prefer to write stuff down. Just depends on the mood I'm in, and um, yeah, just. But it's also it's trying to understand like the helpful thing of writing these things down is. It, if you take the time to write them down, you, you work out, well, is that something for now? Is that something for, for later as well? Um, so, yes, yeah, a bit of a mix. Maybe that's what I need to commit to a little bit more is actually having, well, if, if we're being creative, it goes... We, do, we are we are pretty organised. I'm underselling ourselves here slightly, but um, it's just just reminding ourselves of staying focused will, will ultimately help us get, you know, the sort of... What's the, the phrase of... Like a, journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step you know that type of thing so it's easy to see the end but not the journey sometimes so. uh, i love that the two of you have made your passion into your job and and i love hearing i love hearing you talk about it and seeing how excited the two of you get and although cairns has got rubbish put downs and insults uh i, I do i do <laughs> love the guy um i just i just look at what you're up to and i think I'd love to see that crystal ball and where you're going to end up. When you're future gazing, what do you see? I think, course logic, like we we wanted to be like the platform of choice for player engagement. So there's lots of other sports technologies out there. So like your GPS data, there's this sort of those more local analysis systems. There's all this sort of um, even like the automated video capture. Like we want, if you've got any of that other kind of data, whether it be video or anything like that, we want we want Coach Logic to be the place where you get the most value out of that data. <laughs> you just you just blow my mind. The two of you, the two of you were teachers, lecturers, working in education, and then you become business people, driving this this idea that you had. Have you have you had a mentor, or are you just thrashing things out between the two of you and seeing what happens? Um, I don't know if I've ever put a label on someone as a mentor, but there's there's definitely both of us people that we would lean on, and you would take stuff from from time to time. Um, and and actually, coming out of COVID, there was um, a group of so Kirsty Bathgate who runs uh, Gearing for Growth and there was this sort of leadership sort of founders training that we went on and she set up a group for some of us that went through the same cohort and and just actually having so Kirsty's really experienced and a lot of other people in the group are really experienced having people around you who have been through it or are going through it um you know is 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 really powerful so yeah sometimes you 
and there's some other people that I know that have just had a huge had a huge influence on keeping sane <laughs> sometimes. Um, so yes, yeah, so I, I don't think I've ever put a formal label and have a mentor, but I definitely see the value in having people that you can lean on from time to time. Um, no, it's gold. Listen, my man, uh, we're we're about there. Uh, I, I've not teed you up for this, so this is going to show if you ever actually pay attention to what's going on. I think I know where this might go. I think I know. I, I'm not often able to, but I think I know where this might go. So at the end of these pods, I ask people to finish a sentence for me. So I'm interested to see what happens to Andy Muir. So Andy Muir, for you, happiness is? Being a good teammate. Ah, okay, right. That wasn't quite. I thought, I, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be helping people, but I'll I'll take that. Being a good teammate, kind of the. Well, that, if you're being a good teammate, you're helping, aren't you? So. Yeah, I love it. Well, you are a hell of a teammate, my friend. I absolutely love it, and I just know that things are going to go from strength to strength. It's been an absolute joy to speak to you, Miro, and hopefully I'll see you in the flesh very soon. Awesome. Thanks. Appreciate it, Bruce. Take care. Cheers, man. Bye bye. Gotta love it. Gotta love people that are able to make their passion into their job and I've got no doubt how many sidekick cairns they are going to go on to bigger and better and greater things, helping people and improving the game and improving performance. I love it and I look forward to speaking to them very soon. If you've enjoyed it, you can listen on Apple and Spotify. You can watch on Facebook and YouTube. If you enjoyed, please leave a review. If you've got nothing nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Tell your friends, go back and look at the other episodes. I'm sure there's something there to keep you entertained. But in the meantime, my name is Bruce Aitchison from the Happiness Is podcast and my happiness is egg-shaped. I look forward to speaking to you all again very very soon hello i'm mayhem hello i'm chaos and, and our happiness is egg-shaped happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end no, 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 no. Let's talk about this last night and he said happiness is egg-shaped Wait, um, happiness is egg-shaped happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end Market.